When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are you a true crime super fan? Join award-winning 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty on the My Life of Crime podcast. Name the 2021 Digiday Best Podcast. Each episode pulls you straight into the investigations, including a New York City after-party gone horribly wrong, a cold-blooded teen killer looking for a retrial, and more. Season 3 coming this fall. Follow My Life of Crime on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Portland, Oregon is paying tribute to a cartoon friend. Who better to welcome people in Portland than Ned Flanders? Idly ho, neighborinos. The city's named its newest pedestrian bridge on I-405 after the Simpsons character. It's called Ned Flanders Crossing. There's even a plaque there offering visitors Ned's signature greeting. Simpsons creator Matt Groening is a Portland native, and about two hours south of Portland is Springfield, Oregon, which is always claimed to be the real Springfield. Groening designed a mural there in 2014, which has since become a huge tourist attraction. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Qantas is the first airline to announce it will require all passengers on international flights to be vaccinated. Australia's largest airline will restart operations in December. Air Canada will be under a similar mandate next month when the Canadian government will require all airline passengers and employees to be vaccinated. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. Is finding the clothes that you love in just the right fit and size an overwhelming task? Experience a new way to shop with Stitch Fix. Our experts hand-select pieces so you can get the ease of personal styling from the convenience of home. Every piece is curated just for you, for staying home or on the go in your unique style. With Stitch Fix, there's never any subscription required, and it's delivered right to your door. Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, your style delivered. You're ready to get out and get moving. And whether it's surfing, playing tennis, or hiking every path you can find, you're going to need some essential new gear. Essentials that are even more rewarding with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card. You can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. The essentials have never felt more rewarding. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. My name is Micah. I'm the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator and Project Specialist for Athens County Cares. I became involved with this project because I want members of my community to have access to the resources they need. My father-in-law had dementia. He and my mother-in-law moved in with us. As caregivers, we struggled to find information and resources to help him and us. The Athens County Care Consultation Program is what I wish we had when we were caring for him. For more information, visit AthensCountyCares.org. Since 1972, Danderman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Danderman Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Danderman Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Danderman Electric, 740-593-8813. 
Get the facts every hour at the top of the hour with CBS News Radio on Classic Hits 97 and 97.1 FM WATH. You got your go-tos, your standbys, even your favorites. But the beefy, cheesy burgers at McDonald's take you back to where it all began. Your bite zero when you first tasted what a burger should be like. Two perfectly seasoned beef patties stacked with a single slice of melty cheese on a golden bun. Now at McDonald's, get two McDouble burgers for $3. Whatever it is to you, classics are classics for a reason. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. It's when we dig deep. Moves it to Bjorkstrand, leaves it now for Texier. Steps around his man, left wing circle. To do the right thing at the right moment. All the way around behind the net, wrap around and score! Nice shoot, Tex! It's our blue, and out of our blue, we rise. Choose the games you want and flexible payment options with the Blue Jackets ticket plan for the 2021-2022 season. Text TICKET to 26791 for more information. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's really not it's the not Kim, Kim and Ruth, Ruth Show. It's really, <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Hi, I'm Vivica Fox. For more than 100 years, American Humane has been rescuing animals during hurricanes, floods, and wildfires. But Mother Nature isn't the only danger animals face. Sometimes it's human nature. Every year, six million animals are abandoned and more than a million are euthanized. You can be a hero to animals in need of rescue and adoption at AmericanHumane.org. I-N-E-P-T-E-M-X-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-
And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by Mickey D's Sweet or Unsweet Tea for the Taste of the Day. Coach Turf, I'm still trying to figure out your offensive game plan you explained a moment ago. Would you would you run that bias one more time? Well, you, you take the tight end and uh, he rotates over toward the slot and the uh, daylight, the uh, inside linebacker, uh, the uh, well, the corner and the nose guard on the other side, uh, and, and the halfback is supposed to, we, we fake him to pitch out, and the quarterback, uh, we have the triple option wing side. All right, Coach, that second consecutive road game is coming up this week. Has scheduling the first two games on the road created any additional hardships for your coaching staff and your players? Well, what it does is we got to make sure we wash our white road uniforms for two straight weeks in a row. You know, they ain't nothing more embarrassing than walking out onto the football field wearing dirty uniforms. You know, uniforms is supposed to be dirty after the ball game, not before it starts. And that puts a lot of pressure on our equipment manager, good old Suds Bleachman. But he does a real fine job keeping our uniforms all cleaned up. Well, Coach, are you planning on bringing back a victory this week? Well, you know what they say. Uh, they say that you win some and you lose some, and I say, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Yabba dabba doo. Yeah. Ah, yes, that's the perfect place for that expression on a Friday. Beautiful sunshine right now, 55 degrees. Had a little heat running in the car as I came to work this morning. It's a Friday, we got a free-for-all. looking here at uh, you know the national day calendar and it's kind of, they say uh, today is national swap ideas day and um, you know every day around this building is kind of like that yeah it pretty much is you know we, got, we do a lot of that we've got 30 people that work here and they're all they all have some, you know ideas and many of them um, we try to implement. Others we try to modify and see how they'll fit in. And once in a while, there's even a few we just can't do. Yeah. But, um, or as as we say around here, if we want to think about it, we noodle on it. We'll noodle it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Another thing it says, there's there's only thing two, two things listed for this day of September 10th. <laughs> they ran out of them. They used them all up on yeah. Monday and Tuesday. Today's National TV Dinner Day. Now, you know, I think back to when I was a kid. And I, I think it was back in that time that they came out with this idea of a TV dinner. And it essentially was a frozen um, aluminum tray in a box that had different molded compartments, right? Yeah. And so there was uh, one larger section for the main entree, whatever that might be, and then you had your vegetable section and your starch section like potatoes and stuff, and then a, a dessert section, as I recall. And uh, my mother was a wonderful cook, uh, but... Uh, she thought those were fun. And we had these little folding table trays, right? Remember those? Oh, yeah. And so um, we would sit down in our favorite chair in the living room and set those tray tables up in front of us. And then she would come in with the... uh, what do you call those hot mittens? Pot holders? Yes, thanks. Pot holders with these hot trays that had been in the oven for 30 minutes, I don't know what all, and set it down on the little table, and and um, you would eat each of the components off those different sections. <laughs> yep. Do they, do they even have those things anymore? Well, the, kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're called TV dinners now, but... Uh, if you go in the frozen food section of, you know, any store, Kroger's, Walmart, Siemens, you know, wherever it may be, you can yeah. find those there. And Big I league. think they're just called, you know, uh, single-serve meals or family dinners. Well, I've, I've seen, like uh, you know, first of all, the, the, the whole concept of frozen foods has just exploded over the years. Yeah. And there are so many wonderful offerings there. But they're often like a particular item. And then you might buy from another case another particular item to put with it. But, um, or of course, you get fresh stuff too. But I mean, yeah, I think to see one tray with all four or five components on it in sections, I, I. I'll have to take a look the next time. Oh yeah, they they do have them because they'll they'll have. Uh, of course, they don't use aluminum foil anymore because you can microwave them. You know, back in the day oh, when yeah. when we had you know the aluminum foil dinners, we didn't have microwave ovens, right? You know, I tell you what, this. I mean, I microwaves serve a purpose, but I've never had really anything remarkable out of a microwave. I prefer an oven. And, you know, the latest thing now is these uh, air fryers. Right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I, we've got a little one, but I don't think I... I think I was too timid on investing on a more of a regular one. Yeah. Well, I'll tell but, you what. But they, the they little work. one do, works pretty good. Yeah, they do. 
but I bet a better one would be better. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But those uh, those meals now, they're called, I, I think they're just called frozen meals, mm-hmm. you know, and they do have the sections in the trays still, but, you know, they're microwavable material that mm-hmm. you can use in a microwave. So, you know, you got your main entree, as, as the old TV dinners used to have, and you have your vegetable and sometimes mashed potatoes and gravy or sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, mac you know, and cheese. Yeah, Who mac knows? and cheese, Whatever. something like that. Or, you know, you can even get fish squares what, what, in there. Do you have a favorite food? Do I? Yeah. I I like a good porterhouse or a ribeye steak. Oh, okay, a steak. And, and uh, I'm always up for a, a good pan of lasagna. Homemade lasagna. I I must confess, I'm a bit of a sucker for mac and cheese. It is good, yes. Good and, comfort food, and, too. And uh, many of our restaurants here locally have some really good options, like the, uh, oh, suddenly I can't think of the name of it, but. Um, Was it Soul? Yes. The pig. Yeah, anyway, it's got a lot of pulled pork on it. And, um, no, no, that's shade I'm talking about. Oh, shade. Okay. But, but um, absolutely soul. They have nice. Yeah, they do. Anyway, um, mac and cheese. Shade has good mac and cheese. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. A pig experiment or something like that. <laughs> um, anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome. Um, today is uh, September 10th. Um, we will certainly be talking about something that happened 20 years ago yesterday, uh, tomorrow, um, 9-11. But um, on September 10th, some things that we should note. In 1776, George Washington asks for a spy volunteer guy by the name of Nathan, Nathan Hale Volunteers. 1813, American Naval Commander Oliver Hazard Perry defeats the British in the Battle of Lake Erie. 1846, Elias Howe takes out a U.S. patent for a locksmith, I'm sorry, a lock stitch Sewing machine, 1846. Have you ever messed with a sewing machine? Um, yeah, you could, you could say it was a mess, too. <clears throat> Excuse me. You could say it was a mess. If you don't know what you're what doing, you can make a mess. <laughs> but I, years ago, learned how to sew. And in my theatrical days, I sewed a lot of backdrops and scenery and things like that. Um, I, I've been... I've, I really respect sewing machines. Yeah, I, I made Some of out. them are made for, uh, you know, lightweight material like we wear in clothes. Yep. yep. Others are made for, like, Heavy canvas yep. and stuff like that. Leather products, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I finished up my mess there with, with no blood anywhere, too, so that was always a good thing. Well, I've had a little blood involved. <laughs> 1848, 
1846, Elias Howell takes out... Um, oh, I just did this, didn't I? Uh, he's the guy that invented the voice, uh, lock-stitch sewing machine. Yep. Okay, so... 1924, Leopold and Lo- Loeb, L-O-E-B, anyway, found guilty of the murder of Robert Franks in Chicago in the crime of the century, 1924. 1977, Hamida Dajandobi, Dej- Dejandobi, something like that, says he was convicted of torture and murder, is the last person to be executed by guillotine in France. That guillotine, yeah, barbaric. Nineteen seventy-seven. The guillotine. Couple more yet. Two thousand eight. The Large Hadron Collider at CERN, described as the biggest scientific experiment in the history of mankind, is powered up in Geneva, Switzerland. And in 2020, just a year ago, California's August Complex wildfire becomes the largest recorded in-state history. It affected 471,000 acres. That's 736 square miles. Mercy. Really. Okay, see, let's do some famous birthdays. Arnold Palmer. Um, Arnold Palmer, born in 1929 on this date, died in 2016. He, of course, we know him as an American pro golfer. Yes, indeed. Regarded as one of the greatest and most charismatic players in the sports history. Dating back to 1955, he won numerous events on both the PGA Tour and the circuit now known as the PGA Tour of Champions. I had the opportunity to meet him on, I think, three different occasions. Born uh, in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Never swung a club with him, though. Would be embarrassed. <laughs> Me too. Now he has a drink named after him. It, really? Yeah, the tea and lemonade beverage. If you go, is, go into the store, you is can it see alcoholic it. or not? Some of them can be, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well... Uh, he was a very uh, polite and, and uh, nice guy. But uh, but basically, it's just lemonade and tea. Now, some people add, you know, some booze to him. I see. But, uh, yeah, if you go into a store, you can actually see his face on the bottle or the can. It says uh, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> I think I've mentioned so. before on this program that Jack Nicholas. um was a friend of our family, and particularly his parents in Columbus. And, um, of course, I was raised in Worthington, in Columbus, Worthington, it's all the same. Um, one time I borrowed them. Um, he had a series of RVs parked around the country. Have I told this story? 
Anyway. You told me yesterday. Okay. I don't know if you did on the air. He has a series of RVs parked around the country. So, like, what, wherever he was playing in a match, a tournament of some kind, um, he would have uh, the closest RV come down, and that was his uh, place to just go in and relax for a moment, right? Yeah. And I borrowed one of his RVs with my family, and we went to Washington, D.C. And um, that was an interesting trip. Anyway, let's see. Another birthday. Maria Teresa of of Spain. She was born in this date in 1638. Died in 1683. Now, was she a queen, or what's, what was... She looks very um, high class. She looks very royalty, doesn't yeah. she? Yes, that's the word I was yes. working on. She was by birth in Fanta of Spain and Portugal, an archduchess of what was, Austria. What was that term, infanta? Yeah, birth, infanta, my, I'm assuming infancy of some sort. Oh, oh. Um as a member of the Spanish branch of the House of Habsburg, and by marriage, Queen of France and Navarre. Wow. All right. Um, let's see. Roger Maris, who passed quite a while ago, actually. Born in 1934 on this date. Died in 1985. One of the greatest New York Yankees to ever play the game. He set the uh, single-season home run record. With 61 home runs in 1961, and it remained that way until 1998. But uh, The last birthday we have to mention is that of Colin Firth, who is still alive. Uh, today is celebrating his 61st, 61st birthday, and he's an actor, of course. Yes, he is an English actor, recipient of various accolades, including an Academy Award, a Golden Globe Award, two European Film Awards, two BAFTA Awards, three Screen Actors Guild Awards, as well as the Venice Film Festival Volpe Cup for the Best Actor. Let's see. Some oh. of his works include Bridget Jones' Diary. I remember that. Kingsman, The Secret Service, Pride and Prejudice. Yes. And The King's Speech. Yes. Three out of five, I knew. Yeah. What movie made him famous, according to this, was the adaption of Jane Austen's Pride and Pre uh, Prejudice. Two famous deaths um, to mention. Qin Shi Huang. That's Q-I-N-S-H-I-H-U-A-N-G. He was born... On 259 B.C., died in 210 B.C., so he didn't live a very long life. No, not, not long. Uh, he was the founder of the Qin Dynasty and first emperor of a unified China from 247 to 221 B.C. He was the Zen king of Qin, or Qin, he became China's first emperor when he was 38, after the Qin had conquered all of the other warring states and unified all of China. 
in 221 B.C. Just looking at his picture here, I don't think I'd want to mess with him. <laughs> and the last one we have to mention, I think, is that of uh, Jane Wyman, actress who... Uh, was born CBS in- News Brief. Oh. President Biden will require businesses How with more I than 100 that? workers to mandate COVID immunizations or provide here. weekly testing. Republican Governor Doug. Well, that's not supposed to come in. No. I had to uh, go back and uh, get CBS started at 9 o'clock because it didn't engage with CBS. Okay. The stack. So, what I need to do is restart that computer there where you are. So I would do that once we finish up with famous people. Okay. Past and present. All right. Well, anyway, Jane Wyman, who was born in 1917, died in 2007. And of course, she was an actress. Yes. Singer, dancer, philanthropist. Had great eyes. Yeah. She re- received the Academy Award, three Golden Globe Awards and nominations for two Primetime Emmy Awards. Wyman's professional career began at age 16. In 1933, when she signed with Warner Brothers. And uh, isn't she a former wife of President Ronald Reagan? I do believe so. you know, I think you're right. Yeah, as I scroll down here. uh, Maureen, children, Maureen Reagan, Michael Reagan, Christine Reagan. She was married to Carter. Ronald Reagan, Myron Futterman, and Ernest Eugene Wyman. Only five people, huh? Only five marriages. Apparently. Mm, some could do some, sa- some could do better. To the same guy twice. Does that count as one or two? Mm. Who knows? I don't know. I'm don't being either. silly. Listen, um, Um, I, I was going to mention that, um, of, um, I, I have met several presidents, but the one that I got to know the best, but it wasn't like we were buddies or anything, was that of Ronald Reagan. And he made you feel pretty good in his presence. He had a certain manner and charm about him that um, I'll never forget. All right. Uh, The time is 9.34. One of Ronald Reagan's quotes that I particularly, um, it stands out to me, was when he spoke of the freedom of the United States that we enjoy, the liberties and freedoms. And his quote was, if we lose freedom here, we have no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth that has the liberties and freedoms that we do here in this country. And how... Prophetic is that. Uh, 
it's it's nine thirty-five. I want to make a point here, and you didn't realize what I was doing, okay. so no problems. Um, twenty years ago tomorrow, um, I was in front of the microphone as I am right now, and someone comes in, kind of rushed like. And reaches up here to my, I'm raising my hand up in the air, you can't see it, but to where our television is here. And turned on the networks. And it was, of course, live pictures of the Twin Towers. Now the real timetable is um, the first plane had hit one of the towers at nine, I'm sorry, 846. The second at 903. And we started the show and then we made the choice to go to continuous coverage from excuse me back then we were with NBC and then um, I can remember the we have like back then we had three TVs around the building and our staffs were collected about those three TVs, watching what was going on. And then, you know, the Pentagon. And then um, they're in Pennsylvania, right? Um, yes, Shanksville. Twenty years ago tomorrow. Ten oh three AM was the time that the United Airlines Flight ninety three crashed in uh, Pennsylvania after the struggle on board between the hijackers and the flight's passengers. There was an odd show on television last night that I got kind of attached to it's on a channel called TLC the learning channel I guess yeah and it was a woman who is a psychic interviewing different people who had lost I'll say loved ones who were aboard those flights or in the towers or were related to emergency personnel. It was a very odd show. And, uh, you know, this psychic thing, I, I don't hold a whole lot of stock in it, but, man, she makes you almost believe it. Um, she did a very good job. 
of uh, of telling of unusual things that those families experienced. This morning I have um, from the New York Times, um, they say national trauma often leads to great accomplishments, but not always. Uh, This particular story deals with the vaccinations. And there is a proposal going out and I think it'll pick up steam and probably be made a rule. And that is that employers that have 100 employees or greater uh, require all of their employees to either furnish a a photocopy of their vaccine card or provide a weekly test with the, the nose swab sort of thing, results. Or be fined some money. Um, I think that's... They're just determined to try to get enough vaccination happening to get this thing under control. And there was a period a few weeks ago where it was thought to have been nearly under control, and then the Delta, I guess it's more like a couple months now, popped. And who knows, there could be a echo next. Or a foxtrot using the alphabet in that sense unless we get it under control these deviants um I think there has been another variant identified too along with the delta just uh, you recall <clears throat> what it's called? Mu, M U. Really? Yeah. M U. No, I've, I've I've not seen that yet. Yeah. They've discovered a few cases of that one now, as well. And is that uh, been found in the U.S. or elsewhere? Uh, it was found here in the U.S. Okay. I do believe. Folks, back to the 9-11 legacy. Uh, There's been a number of books, films, writings about that event, those events. Uh, Most say it was a failure. 
that our country fails. Uh, radical pessimism is a mistake. These two decades witnessed many American blunders, but also lessons learned. There's another publication called 20 Years Gone, which uh, outlines or, or describes one family's heartbreaking loss and struggle to move on. There have been many such books. The fact that the United States itself went on to attack and wreak even greater violence against innocent civilians around the world was largely omitted from official narratives. Well, the Twin Towers still stand because we saw them moved in and out of their long shadows. We're lucky enough to know them for a time. These are various statements from important journalists, frankly. Um, what does it mean to never forget? Given the inevitable fallibility of human memory. Uh, one of these writers uh, spoke to veterans of two wars that followed the attacks. And many of them would say something like, I am still fighting a little bit of that war inside me. even though they have been away from it for some time. There was a deluge of anti-Muslim hate that followed the attacks, which has forged a new generation of Muslim Americans determined to define their place in this country. I have known a few myself, And as that expression goes, I love them as my neighbor. You know, to think that someone of their faith did something to such as 9-11 is um, nearly incomprehensible. Well, you're going to hear lots more about it in the next 24 hours or so. Let's see here. Okay. I guess that's the best I should do on that today. Oh, no. Here's a little bit more that I found this morning. It says, 20 years of grief 
and healing. And we're talking about those who lost loved ones. Um, some of you are familiar with the website Legacy. Uh, Legacy is basically... Well, say you want to go and look at the obituary of somebody years ago. It is a collection of obituaries. My dad's is in there. My mom is in there. I mean, I think they, their effort is to have everyone's obituary appear there. They have a section on those who died as a result of 9-11. Every single person. Two thousand nine hundred and ninety-six tributes and the sympathy notes of those lost on 9-11. Think of that. If you're so inclined, you may want to visit it. Legacy.com Um, I have another report this morning that talks about states whose unemployment claims are recovering the quickest. I'm sorry to report it's not Ohio. Um, the story reads, I'll just read a portion here. The United States is making significant progress in the fight against COVID-19 with the distribution of the vaccine and this has been reflected in the job market as new unemployment claims decreased week over week on August 30th. There are currently 8.4 million Americans unemployed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. 8.4 million. Um... But they say it's important to look at some key facts or statistics to get the full picture. For example, once remember, once again, the, what we just said, 8.4 million Americans unemployed due to COVID-19. Now, there are 310,000 new unemployment claims nationwide. which is a lot fewer than the 6.1 million during the peak of the pandemic. In other words, that's a 95% reduction. Five states had unemployment claims last week that were lower than before the pandemic. Those five, Arkansas, Arizona, South Carolina, Delaware, and Pennsylvania. Surprisingly, New Mexico had unemployment claims last week that were, were worse than the same week a year ago. Well, which ones are recovering the quickest? And we, we can talk about recovered since 
just in one week or since the COVID crisis began. So number one last week was Arkansas. But since the COVID began, it's ranked number 11. Now, does this make sense to you? Um, maybe after you go on there a little bit. Okay. So, again, the first number is how how fast they recovered, the ranking of how fast they recovered just in the past week. The second number is since this whole thing began. South Carolina. They, they've had it pretty good. They're, they're ranked second last week and second overall. Pretty good. Now, let's, let's go down to um, Ohio. Imagine that. Ohio's pretty much at the bottom of the list. It ranks 47th best recovery of the 51 places. That is to say the 50 states plus the District of Columbia. It's ranked 47th just last week and 41st overall. So Ohio, not a great picture there. Um, this, this report is very detailed. It actually has too much detail to try to explain on the radio. But if you would like to look through it, it is uh, provided by this service that I, you've heard me speak of, called Wallet Hub. Well, a few points. Um, what about insurance? Smallest increase, Arkansas. Highest increase, New Mexico. Unemployment insurance. South Carolina has the worst. Louisiana, the best. Um, ba -bum, ba -bum, ba -bum, ba -bum. What about employees that uh, are being fired? Florida's the worst. Rhode Island, the best. You get the idea. And it goes into much more detail, but, uh, you know, we're, we've got six minutes left, and it's the radio. We can only do so much. Now, well, how many jobs have been created since the Great Recession? Now, when was the re Great Recession? Basically, it was 2010, right? Yeah, I think it started probably, what, a few years before that, before all the trickle-down made that happen? Well, during the, during the Great Depression, jobs created, I'm going, not depression, recession, excuse me. And in this case, they're using the dates January 1st of 10 to February 29th of 20. 
there were 22.7 million jobs created. Now, how many jobs were lost to COVID? And we're talking about March and April of 20. 22.4 million. So all the jobs that were created basically in this 10-year period from 2010 to 20 were almost all, not, not, I mean, in terms of numbers, almost all depleted in two months during the first part of COVID. Wow. Now, since May of 2020 to present jobs recovered since the worst part of the COVID-19 crisis, 17 million. So there's been a bounce back, but certainly not complete. Well, we have four minutes left. Let's just uh, take a look at the figures today. Athens County, as of yesterday, had had 6,361 cases. That doesn't mean they're all active. It's just meant that's how many have occurred since this all began March 7th of 2020. But yesterday there were 79 new cases. Of the 6361, 234 are in the hospital. 5,383 have recovered. And our vaccination rate here in our county, 45.6% have had a vaccine. And a figure that hasn't changed in a couple days, we've had 61 deaths. State of Ohio now. Yesterday, 1,276,738 new cases. Here in our county, 79 new cases. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I very much misled you a moment ago. That 1,000, I'm sorry, 1,276,738 is not new cases. That's the total since this all began for the state. I knew I wasn't saying something right. But right now, active in the state, 121,146. 9,000 are in ICU, 58,000 plus are in non-ICU hospital settings. We've had recovery rates of 1,155,592. That's 90.5% have recovered. Vaccine, vaccine, vaccination rate for the state, 52.6%. Remember, Athens, 44.72 state doing better than we are. The nation's doing better than we are. 61.9% vaccinated. Folks, I know 
for whatever reason, worry, I suppose, is the primary one. You're scared for your own well-being, for the well-being of your family, for the well-being of your neighbors, for the well-being of society. This vaccine's no joke. A word about upcoming shows. Next week, uh, I have two shows scheduled at this point. On Thursday, we'll have our regular monthly update with the mayor of Athens, Steve Patterson. The day before, Danny Underhill will be joining us. She's president of our area, our Athens Area Chamber of Commerce. Nice gal. I knew her before she got that position. And uh, she's done a good job since she... Uh, was named to that position. So we have five seconds left. Let's just say have a marvelous weekend. Go Bobcats tomorrow. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. Tomorrow marks 20 years since the 9-11 terror attacks. That day triggered the longest war in U.S. history, which just concluded last month. But some experts say the fighting may not be over. I am highly confident that the Taliban will allow al-Qaeda to have safe haven in Afghanistan. Former Deputy Director of the CIA Mike Morrell says the U.S. will have to maintain intelligence and military capabilities to prevent that from happening. If we don't do what we need to do in Afghanistan, it will become the single biggest threat again. Though he said here at home with the security measures after the 9-11 attacks, it would be much more difficult for terrorists to launch a major attack in the U.S. Cammie McCormick reporting. Hillary Clinton was serving as a senator in New York on 9-11. She spoke to CBS Mornings. We took a helicopter and we circled over Ground Zero. And I cannot imagine anything that looked more like the gates of hell. President Biden announced new rules on vaccinations. Businesses with more than 100 employees will be required to mandate vaccines or provide weekly testing. This mom in Southland, Texas, uh, California, is against it. I do believe that it's our body, our choice, and that we should be able to make a decision based upon what we think is right.